Today's guest is Alan Hunt, president of Heart Medical Equipment, a health system-owned HME provider in Southfield, Michigan. He joins HME News in 10 to talk about why conversations with referral sources shouldn't be about saving on the cost of a walker, but about speeding up access to care, the true source of cost savings. He also talks about the HME provider's role as an extension of the health system. Stay tuned. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. This episode of HME News in 10 is sponsored by the HME Data Bank. The HME Data Bank has the data you need to make knowledgeable decisions and move your business in the right direction. Determine your market share and track your competitors with the most comprehensive database of Medicare statistics available. For more information and to subscribe, visit www.hmedatabank.com. Hi, Alan. Thanks for joining us on HME News in 10. Well, thank you for having me. So, Alan, there are countless challenges in the HME industry today, including increasing costs and inadequate reimbursement. Why is it important for providers not to be cynical? So, great question. It's easy to be cynical and be frustrated with what we're dealing with, but I can tell you, in addition to the privilege that we have doing what we do for a living, and it's still a privilege, I get calls pretty much every week from venture capital and private equity people who are trying to figure out how to get into this space. You know, we continue to grow, and beyond just the aging population and the increase in chronic diseases that we can help impact, we know that there is a shift coming in where the healthcare dollars are spent. You know, um, we often look at that McKinsey report from 2022 that talks about a shift in spending of 265 to $265 billion just in Medicare dollars that will be spent in the home instead of another setting by 2025. That's a lot of money and it's coming fast. And we, I think, are part of that solution. Alan, how is the role of the HME provider shifting due to larger trends in healthcare moving more care into the home? I think that uh, we will continue, obviously, to play a role, and I think it will evolve somewhat. The more avant-garde health systems that we're dealing with right now are thinking more in terms of pre-acute care and thinking about what it's going to look like in alternate setting, what care will look like in an alternate setting. For example, one of our system partners just announced the building of a new hospital, and it's going to be much more focused on acute care. So these health systems are already thinking in these terms, and I think that we'll be reaching out to these patients in the home to help them with the chronic diseases that I mentioned earlier, but also with some of the new technology that's available, you know, with patient remote monitoring and some of the new software that's coming out. I think that will be a place for us if we carve out that space. But I also think that you know, we need to start having discussions about the importance of home medical equipment. I'll give you an example. I was recently talking with a health system or a hospital CEO, and we were talking about an opportunity with an employer group and that. And he was talking about, yeah, well, you know, we could save some money. And I'm like, look, you're, you're having the wrong discussion. If you're talking about saving $2 on a walker, you've completely lost the value of HME. What we need to be talking about is timing. 
When does the patient get that walker? When do they have their safe discharge? When does that patient start CPAP therapy? When do they start oxygen therapy? Like, so let's not save $2 on a walker because you're spending $8 a minute for a patient in a hospital just under general medical. Alan, you've mentioned technology a few times in this conversation. And, you know, Heart Medical appears to be, have jumped in with efforts like using text messaging for patient engagement and telehealth for equipment education. Talk about how H&E providers who are leveraging technology are sort of advancing the H&E industry forward. Sure. So some of it, I think, is a response to the environment that we find ourselves in. You know, we're reaching out to employ more technology, really just to help lower our activity costs and to reach more patients without having to spend uh, as much in labor. So you're familiar with the iron triangle in healthcare, access, quality, and cost. Uh, by deploying technology, we're helping do that. We're, we're able to reach more patients, give them better levels of service while helping reduce our costs so that we can continue to do this. And I think HME providers that look for those kind of win-win-win scenarios are going to find that their investments will pay off. Alan, Heart Medical has been um, expanding its reach in the market. I know you've made several acquisitions in the past few years. What do you see as the role of M&A in a provider's growth strategy? And also, on a related note, what's the subsequent impact of consolidation on the industry? Well, I can speak for us, and for us, acquisitions really have to complement our overarching strategy. So for us, we focus on health systems. We see ourselves as an extension of health systems. So those are the types of things that we look at when we're acquiring companies. And, you know, going in and trying to balance mission and margin, the staff turmoil that often comes along with an acquisition like that, you have to make sure that you're looking at the right partner. Now. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for that out there. Our industry has gone a long time um, considered a boutique industry, a lot of smaller players out there. And I don't see that going away anytime soon. But I think with the continued consolidation, you will find that people are maybe able to leverage technology a bit more than, than others, and they'll have a natural advantage there. And they'll have an advantage with the large payers. Alan, you mentioned earlier the ability of providers to kind of respond to the different directions that health systems and hospitals are taking and the importance of that. How does Heart Medical Equipment is owned by a handful of health systems and hospitals? How does that uniquely position the company in, in the HME industry? Yeah, for the most part, it's, it's a great advantage to us because it gives us a, a seat at the table or at least gives us gives us a bird's eye view of what's happening in these health systems and in the industry, healthcare industry as a whole. So my board is made up of health system CEOs and hospital CEOs. So we get a good feel for what's happening inside these hospitals and health systems. So we have an opportunity when the time is right, maybe to have a seat at the table and talk about how DME can be part of the solution. That example I gave you earlier about Stop worrying about saving $2 on a walker, and let's talk about uh, timing. That came about because of those relationships. So for us, it's great. I mean, it, we 
very focused on getting the patients out of the hospital as soon as possible. It doesn't matter what's right for you as a DME. What matters is get that patient out of the hospital or do what needs to be done to keep the doctor happy. I don't care what paperwork you need signed. Just get them out. We'll figure it out later. So it creates challenges, but I, I think for us it's definitely been worth it. Alan, what's your vision of the future of the ACME industry, and how will you make sure Heart Medical is part of that future? Yeah, I think HME will continue to have a role, but it will evolve. I can tell you our health systems, for example, look at us as a uh, utility, a future utility. You know, we talk about the cost per minute of staying in the hospital, more progressive health systems, talk about pre-acute care and post-acute care, the way they're designing the hospitals. All of these things are going to have an impact on us as DME suppliers. So. I think that you know, even though it's going to adapt and, and evolve, our role is going to increase. We are lower cost solutions in the healthcare sector. Now we won't be necessarily standalone. We will be extension of other people who are helping coordinate care. For example, you know, uh, the hospital at home model that some are um, working on right now, like a Contessa and a Cardinal, um, will be extensions of them. There's definitely a lot of of room for HME. One of the other things that we don't talk about much and haven't historically, but that has changed with the pandemic is just staffing levels inside these hospitals and how much they're paying case managers and travel nurses and everything else. These, a lot of these hospitals are in trouble financially and they're looking for ways to take burden off their, their staff and to increase patient engagement, but also employee engagement and patient uh, satisfaction. I think we can be a big part of that if we get to the table and tell them how we can help them. And again, not save money per se with the cost of a walker, but timing. Great, Alan. Very insightful. Thanks for joining us today on HME News in 10. Thank you. And that's HME News in 10.